Men on the front lines. Men on the front lines. Men on the front lines. We call for these mighty men of valor. The Lord put a vision in my heart for a new movement amongst men in the body of Christ. The Lord says that I'm going to make champions out of those who would gather unto me. And I believe what men on the front lines will do. And I see it going into the nations. He's going to raise the bar among men. It's time for heroes to arise. I'm Robert Hodgkin, and this is Heroes Arise. Men on the Frontline's live social media broadcast, equipping, encouraging, and empowering you to arise as the hero, the warrior, and the champion God created you to be. You matter, you're important, you have a key role to play for the kingdom and the earth. So thanks for joining me again this week so we can continue to pour into you. We're gonna talk about something fairly weighty and fairly serious this week. We're gonna take a look at, is America, is the USA vulnerable to invasion, attack, or even being overthrown? But just before we get into that topic, I've got a couple quick announcements for you. Don't forget, our men's devotional, 31 Decrees of Blessing for Men, is now out and it is available. Daily devotional, every single day, you will be reminded of something God has blessed you with as his son to empower you to be a difference maker and solution bringer in the earth. So get your copy, get into your daily devotionals, and be reminded of who you are and all that you carry as a son of God. Also, for all of you who are part of our Men on the Frontlines Facebook group, we're doing another one of our Zoom Community Connect events tomorrow evening. We're gonna kick it off at 5 p.m. Pacific time, Whatever time zone in you're in, you can translate that too. But if you are a member of our Men on the Frontlines Facebook group, be on the lookout for an email going out to you today. There'll be a reminder tomorrow. And of course, we'll post the link in the Facebook group. And for all you guys watching who haven't joined our Men on the Frontlines Facebook group today, all you have to do, go to Facebook, do a quick search for Men on the Frontlines, and then apply to join the group. The next time I go on, I will accept you, and you'll be part of our community and part of events like our community hangout events where you can connect with me, some of our other leaders, and all the great guys who are part of Men on the Front Lines. All right, let's get into this week's topic. Patricia King, thank you hey. for being with me. Yeah, it's an, always an honor, Robert. I was telling you, we do so much media and so much stuff together, but it struck me, this is the first time you've ever been on Heroes Arise, so right. thank you very much with, you, for, with yeah. me. That's yeah. right, you did one with Francisco right. when I was overseas. Yep. So thank you for coming on to, to help unpack this topic, because you had an encounter a little over a week ago. It was yeah. Saturday, July 27, right? Or 26? June. June, sorry, that's right, June. June 27th. You, yeah. you woke up, you were woken up by the Lord early in the morning, and he was showing you things that tie into this whole theme of, is the USA vulnerable right now? Are there dark days ahead? Or what is coming? So share with our audience what, what your encounter was. Right. So we know that God is always good, and I want to really emphasize that is God is good. He's always redemptive. Yes. He always wants breakthrough for his people, and I want you to remember that as I share. But I was woken up by the Lord on uh, June 27th, Saturday, June 27th, around 4 o'clock in the morning with this foreboding presence. Yeah. It was like, this is like something's not right. And I got up out of bed, and I started praying and um, just trying to connect with God. And very soon, 
after I connected with him, he started to give me understanding. And I saw the United States, like a map of the United States, but it looked like its, its, its internal map was like custard. It had no strength. It had no substance. It was vulnerable. Mm -hmm. That was the word that came to me. It was internally, the United States is very vulnerable right now. And I don't believe we need to be prophetic right. to discern that. Right. Because right now, um, we are seeing things in our nation that are so out of control in many uh, ways that um, it's, it's easy to see that we're vulnerable. There's so much division. Yeah. says in the Bible, a house divided against itself will fall. Right. We know that there's been uh, prophecies from prophets uh, uh, suggesting a um, civil war right. within the nation is coming and within the church as well. And so there's, you know, riots and hatred and animosity and sickness, disease, economic issues. All of that's happening. So, of course, we're vulnerable. Right. But what the Lord spoke, he says, because you're vulnerable internally, it makes you vulnerable externally. And he put it on my heart. He says, not, not every nation loves the United States of America. Uh, America. There's animosity. Yeah. And there's things that the enemy is stirring right now. And of course, we know that there's nations such as China, right. Russia, Afghanistan, Iran. I mean, North Korea. Right. We could go right. on and on right. and on, right? right? I mean, pick any one of them. And um, if we're vulnerable within then it makes us very vulnerable externally as well to yeah. the enemy's assault. So it was so heavy on my spirit, but I felt the Lord say, pray, pray, pray. And of course, one of the key scriptures that's come out ever since the coronavirus hit back in the beginning of March was Second Chronicles right. 7.14. And it's really interesting because God visited Solomon in a dream answering his prayer because a couple chapters before Solomon had prayed and he said, Lord, you know, I need your wisdom. Mm -hmm. He said, but um, if, you know, the heavens are shut up, that there's no rain, if there's pestilence, if there's judgment on the land, if we will humble ourselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, will you hear from heaven? Will, will you fix the right, land? Right. Will you fix the situation? So God's actually visiting him in a dream with the answer and saying, absolutely yes. yes. Absolutely yes. If you will position yourself in humility and in repentance and in faith, then I will take care of things. Yeah. And so, it, 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 you know, it's been such a strong focus word, Robert, right now. And that came to my heart on Saturday morning. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, I want you to build a firewall around the United States. Now, firewall is a term that's used in technology a lot. Right. That's uh, right. Speaking of security, yes. Yes. you know, build a security system around your your technology. So you can't get hacked, you can't get invaded, right? Exactly. And and usually it's layer upon layer. It's not just one layer of mm -hmm. security. It's layers that, that hackers have to get through in order to touch. So he said, I want you to build a firewall. And I was reminded when he said that, that in Canada, um, a lot of my friends up there had already been talking about a firewall that they were building, a 24-7 prayer initiative. So I called my sister, who's uh, one of the... Um, uh, counselors on that and I asked her I said tell me more about it and she said well the soft launch is on July the 1st which is yep. Canada Day right. and she said you know we've got it broken up in regions and she just shared the administration of it and it was powerful and I felt the Holy Spirit tell me start it on July the 4th there you go. Independence Day start it on July the 4th well that's only a week away right, right and I'm right. thinking whoa I have to start an initiative right away of prayer so after um 
prayer and after speaking with my sister and after getting clarity as far as this build, building the firewall, I called um, some very seasoned prophets. I called Cindy Jacobs and others. And um, they, they said, yes, uh, there's many prophets that are getting the same thing. Yeah. And there's many prayer initiatives already going on in the USA that God is breathing on this thing, calling the body to prayer. And she says, if the Lord is telling you to set up a prayer wall, then do it. Right. And so we started working on it as a team yep. right away. Right. That's right. Monday morning, we had a staff meeting. We gave everybody their marching orders and away they went. And by Friday of that week, everything was in place. And I spoke to about 50 different ministries and asked them each to take uh, commit with their teams to one hour a day yeah. on the wall. And they all said yes. Not one of them said no. They all said yes. So by the time Friday came along, we had every hour of the day covered and some four and five levels deep. Right. But then when we opened it up to the public just to sign up for whatever yes, they wanted, right. there was over 1,500 of random people that signed up in two days. Yes. So God's breathing on this. Yes. Why? He is breathing on it because we are living in a time when we need to be sober yes. but full of faith, not yes. afraid. Right. We must not fall into fear and neither should we operate out of fear. We need to be wise. We need to be sober. We need to be vigilant. We need to be alert because we are vulnerable. Right. But the reason why God is giving these alerts is not to say, okay, folks, suck it up. Yeah. Just this horrible yeah. stuff is going to happen right. to you. Suffer in it. No, that's not even his nature. No, it's not. He is giving us a warning right now. He's giving us an alert. He's giving us initiatives to get on that wall and to urgently pray so that we can turn things around. Yes. And, you know, I think of um, Nineveh is one of the clearest um, examples in Scripture where Jonah was sent by God to give a prophetic word to Nineveh. And he said, judgment is coming on you. It, it wasn't like um, there's a second chance here or anything. God says judgment is coming on right. you. But when they heard that word, they turned to God and they humbled themselves and they repented and God relented. It says that he relented of his judgment that he was intending to bring to them. But because of their posture of humility and repentance and prayer, he turned it around. And instead of judgment, they didn't just maintain, right. a, you know, just a mediocre life. They got revival. Yes. And when I was uh, examining that, I thought, Lord, we've, we've got an opportunity. And I saw in the spirit, I saw this a re recurring vision, even to this day. I see these two baskets. And on one side, there's a basket full of sin and things that, that would invite the enemy's power into it because that's the only way the enemy right. gets power. Right. We empower the powers and principalities Ex before exactly. they empower these things. Yeah. And, right. and let's not be foolish here. God yeah. said um, through Paul to the church of Galatia, he said, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that's what he reaps. If you sow to the flesh, you will reap corruption. Right. It also says in Romans 6, 16, that if you give yourself over to sin, you become the slave of sin. So this is very dangerous. Yes. Sin is very dangerous, not only yes. on a personal level, but on a national level. So I see this basket and it's filling, filling, filling. But then there's a basket over here that's been filling with prayers and repentance and humility. And we've got initiatives like the IHOP, Houses of yes. Prayer, 24-7 Prayer. It's been going on for over 20 years now. And God inspired that. Why? 
because he's setting us up for safety in this hour. That's right. We've had Lou Engel do huge convocations of solemn assemblies, prayer, repentance, and many different organizations that are rising up now and have been praying for years for the protection of the nation and for the slate to be clean. Yeah. So these initiatives are all coming up. God is breathing on so many ministries are getting this call to prayer right now because it is absolutely important that we create the tipping point and not sin. That's it. We need to create this tipping point. Now, if we create it, if we can fill those bowls in heaven with the incense of our prayers, then this thing tips and we get an awakening. Right. We get the spirit of the fear of the Lord. We get the baptism of the fire of God's love coming into the nation and bringing everything back into its rightful place. And that's what God wants. Yes, that's why and he's showing That's what he wants. That's what you that's, want. That's yeah. I want. Right. Who wouldn't want that? That's right. So therefore, we have to have confidence. We can't be in fear. We can't say, oh no, you know, this is going to be terrible. And there have been some prophecies and dreams and that out there that uh, talk about horrible things that are coming. Now, that might be true in the dream. It might be a true warning. Right. But it doesn't mean it's inevitable. Right. It does not mean that. Because when God gives warning, it can be turned around. It can always be turned around because he's a redemptive God. That's why he gives a warning. So I'm pretty excited about what God has on his agenda for us. His agenda is not that we will fail. His agenda is that we will fulfill the destiny that he put within our lives, within the church and the earth today, within every nation um, of the earth, that we will see that destiny fulfilled. I agree. And I've been prophesying for about six months now that the church is in an Exodus 14 moment, that God is highlighting all these things so that we become aware as dominion stewards in the earth. We, are, we always talk, guys, about how you're part of the solution. And that's why God is showing these things, mm. so that we will not murmur, not complain, not be afraid like Israel in Exodus 14, but like Moses will cry out. And remember, God said to Moses, basically, why are you crying out to me? I've met with you. I've, I've empowered you, and I'm here with you. Now stretch forth your hand and speak to the situation. And later on in Exodus 14, we see all of the enemy is completely and utterly destroyed. I believe the reason God is showing things to prophets like you, like the encounter you had on June 27th, like the dreams that are getting a lot of discussion and a lot of views on um, YouTube. I, I think he's showing us these things so that we're aware of when we're, that we are in historic times but I personally have been declaring we're in historic times, so this is our chance to make history, so let's make history. Right. God's not showing these things so we duck and cover. God's exactly. not showing these things so we disengage. But I have noticed the enemy ever since, even beginning with the COVID-19, and now a lot of the financial fallout, the frustration fallout, the, the rioting in the streets, I have noticed there's a significant assignment of fear and separation and discouragement. Right. And if you felt that, I want to remind you, the reason you're feeling that is because the enemy is terrified of you. He wants you afraid. He wants you disengaged. He wants you discouraged. He wants you to duck and cover, but God doesn't because God manifested you in the earth here and now because you're a part of God's plan for this hour. We say it every episode. You have a significant role to play for the kingdom in the earth, and this is the time for us to double down on that, believe that, and step into it. So, Patricia, one of the things I'd like to talk about is 
These things, when they come at us, they can be very scary. And as you say, we don't have to be prophets getting dreams. We can turn on the news yeah, and go, yeah, yeah. It's what happening. is going on? It's right in front of us. It is ha actually happening right now. But yeah. even if God is letting us see it that way, as Christians, as dominion stewards in the earth, he's highlighting it so that we'll be part of the solution. Yep. So how do we engage? How do we stand? I heard you share a really great message yesterday at our church, mm -hmm. Shiloh Fellowship, and there were so many keys I wanted to get to our audience. But one of the keys about how we respond, how we become history makers in historic times, number one was what you've already touched on. We don't ignore the warnings, we don't dismiss the warnings, but we also don't get discouraged by them. Yeah. We take heed and realize God is speaking, God yeah. is showing for a reason. You mentioned a, a, a a few moments ago that we must not fear right. because fear is the devil's faith. So the, the worst thing we can do right now is lean over to the devil. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to live in his camp. And you're not going right. to live in his camp. That's We're right. not going to go there. Right. We don't want you to go there because fear is the devil's faith. But there is someone to be feared in the right sense mm. of the word. Now, last July, a year ago, the Lord gave me this rhema word. It's out of Luke 12, verses um, 2 and 3. It says, um, but there is nothing covered up that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Accordingly, whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light and what you have whispered in the inner rooms will be proclaimed upon the housetops. Then he says, I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that no more have no more that they can do. But I will warn you whom to fear. This is Jesus' own words. Wow. I will warn you who to fear. Mm -hmm. Fear the one who, after he uh, was killed, has authority to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. So we are not to fear the devil, right? but we are to fear God. Yes. And that's why we cannot take lightly, you know, the discernment of this hour that mm -hmm. we are in. Mm -hmm. We must discern that there are issues the devil doesn't get the power he has right now unless he has a landing strip. That's right. Now, is that landing strip, the first question, is the landing strip found in his church? Is God's church, does God's church have issues in it yes. that is giving the devil a landing strip because God's church is, is the only body that carries the authority right. of Jesus Christ to change it all. So if we are compromised, right. If we are compromised, if we are not fearing God, and there's been so much um, said, like light-hearted, almost frivolous comments that I think are very dangerous in this hour, saying, oh, well, you know, just there's people out there being negative, or, or there's people out there doing this, and everything's just hunky-dory, everything's fine. But, you know, in the beginning of March, a lot of Leaders were saying everything's fine, nobody should be worried, nothing's going to come of this virus, right. then nothing's going to come of the economy. They said, you know, great, great breakthrough at Passover, great turnaround at, 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 um, at uh, Pentecost. But the thing is, nothing moved. Right in that direction. Right. So that tells us something. We have to discern the time on that. We have to understand what is God saying? Whoa, if we're lacking authority, when we even make a decree of faith, yes. And it turns out the exact opposite, then just, whoa, let's not prophesy false prophecies and say everything's going to be well when it's not well, right. that right. there's going to be peace if there's no peace. Right. But can we create peace? And the answer is yes, yes, if we find out what the root is. Yes. We need to find out what the root is. So what are the roots? It could be sin. If there is sin, get rid of it. And I just want to say we are not to be sin conscious, right. of course, but 
when there's stuff going on, you need to find out what is the source of it. And if sin is the issue, I had a pastor contact me a week ago, and he was praying for someone, someone had come to him for prayer. And he said, I just really need prayer. And he said, the pastor in the church that I, I just came from told me that in order to get an accelerated level of grace in my life, that I needed to go out and commit sexual sin. And the pastor was encouraging him to, wow. to commit sexual sin so that grace would increase. This is a pastor. Oh and I'm my thinking, gosh. Doesn't okay. the Apostle Paul directly address that and say that's, that's just dumb? So is this just a little token of what's oh going on in the gosh. body? Now, when we look at whole church denominations changing their constitution to, right. to say that same-sex marriage right. is okay, right. um, when we see leaders smoking marijuana right. and getting drunk, right. and when we see... Um, all kinds of vice taking place within leadership uh, positions. When we see universalism doctrine right. being preached within the church, right. and again, um, uh, basic established theologies being changed within ministries to support error like that. Yeah, I mean, we do have to look at that as yeah. a root and address it and ask God to bring the conviction and to forgive. We need to take ownership yes. of it and cry out to God for his mercy right yes. now. And that's our second key is once we take heed of the warning, we realize these are serious times, but also realize, okay, God, but you've got a solution. I'm part of it. The next thing we have to do is exactly what you said, which is basically say, Holy Spirit, search my heart, mm -hmm. search my life. Do I have blind spots? Are mm -hmm. there places that I am helping to? And it can even be, you may be thinking, well, I'm not cheating on my wife or I'm not, I'm not getting drunk every night. But what about being dishonoring and disrespecting on social media? Yeah, what exactly. about what about murmuring and complaining? Yeah. What about any of that stuff? And this isn't to point a finger at yourself and say, oh, I'm terrible. It's so that you can allow the Holy Spirit to cleanse and we can become part of that Because solution. we've been made in the nature of Jesus yeah. Christ, the image of Jesus Christ. He lives within us. We've been given a new life. We're a new creation in Jesus. Old things have passed right. away. All things have become new. So, so any area where we stepped into the old again, yeah. It's like it's it's like jumping into a manure pile. It's right. not who we are. Right. We so we don't want to become sin conscious. Yeah. We don't want to look at the manure pile that's over there and say, oh, I just don't want to jump into it. I don't want to jump into it. I just hope I'll never jump into it. No, we look at ourselves in the Lord and say, I am so righteous in the Lord that the thought of jumping into a manure pile right. doesn't even cross my mind. And so we want to become more righteousness conscious. Yes. And also, what about the distractions? Like, are we, like, I mean, I, I let the Holy Spirit really... Uh, go deep yes. in me on this because one of my web church members this week was saying, um, in fact, I think it was a web church member. It was either that or Tony Francis. Um, but they were talking about the ten, ten, 10 virgins. Five of them were ready. Five of them were not. They all knew the bridegroom was coming right. and they were getting ready for him. They all had lamps. But what was different was that the five foolish ones didn't have oil for their lamp. But they had money to buy the oil, so money wasn't the issue. They could go out and buy the oil. You know what the issue was? They didn't take the time right. to go out and get right. Right. their lanterns filled. Yeah. Whereas the wise virgins, they took the time to make sure that everything was filled. So the foolish virgins, it, this is Jesus' own parable. This is not right. just someone's idea. Jesus said that the foolish virgins, because they, they didn't have the focus, they didn't give their time to be ready, they didn't give their time to the Lord, 
um, the door was shut on them. Yeah. It was actually shut on them. And that's like, that's Jesus teaching. No, I don't know what you do with that, right? It's like, we have to heed things like that. And again, not by becoming sin conscious, but by asking the Holy Spirit to convict. Like in the Welsh revival, in the first great awakening, the second great awakening, the spirit of conviction was strong and there was a focus on repentance. Well, we've not had that focus yeah. for over 70 years. Right. We haven't had that right. focus, but now there is a focus on it. So we need to identify that and lean into it. Well, I think one of the challenges in, in times like this, because it is so evident, all the things that are going on, it's very easy for us to look in the news or look online and see all the problems with the other. If we're Republicans, we can point to all the things the Democrats are doing that are the problem. If we're Lutherans, maybe we can point to the Methodists. Or if we're men, maybe we can point to the women or vice versa. But what you're talking about is so important, and it's Second Chronicles 7.14, it has to start with us. Yeah. If I'm pointing at what everybody else is doing, I'm not part of the solution until I allow the Holy Spirit to search me. Because it says, God says, if my people who were called by my name turn from their wicked ways and, and humble themselves and pray, repenting of their sins. Mm -hmm. So it starts with us. And I think of Jesus, who's always not only our Messiah, but our model. Jesus was able to come and do repentance on our behalf because he was already righteous. So the more we don't agree with sin, the more we allow ourselves okay. to be searched, then when we do that identificational repentance on behalf yep. of the other, it will have more power. It will, it have, will more have more power. But we've got to start by letting him search us, not because he's mad at us, not because he's, he wants to smite us for it, but because we have to step into that place of authority so we can be part of the solution. And most people, they take showers every day. Right. And there's a reason right. why we go. take showers every day, go. right? That's so, really good. So that we can constantly be uh, fresh. But I don't wake up in the morning before I take my shower and think, oh, I'm so dirty, I'm so dirty, I'm so dirty. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not conscious. I'm not even conscious of it. But I know that I want to be clean for the day. Yes. I know I want the sweat to be removed. Yes. I know that I want to be fresh for the yes. day. And that's where we have to put our focus is not... Again, not on a sin conscious where we're, you know, uh, you know, self guilt, self shame, all that right. stuff. I mean, that's crazy. Right. We don't want to be there, but we want to say, Lord, I want to be cleansed and pure and beautiful in your sight because it's who I am. That's it. It's and who I, I am. think that's the key because as we let Him search us, all of a sudden that that wrong behavior, we look and go. That's not who I am anymore. I right. let go of that. I turn to this because that brings us to the next way we respond is we take our place of authority. Yep. So once we allow that searching yeah. and we realize, wait, that's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. Actually, that's yucky. Yeah, wash that off of me. Yeah. Now we're remembering who we are. And part of who we are is dominion stewards in the Amen. earth. Part of who we are is God's solution yeah. for this hour. And now I can stand in that place of authority and remember, wait, no matter how things look or feel, praise be to God who always leads me in triumph in Christ Jesus. I am in Christ Jesus. Yep. I have victory and I am in the earth to express that victory and enforce that victory as a dominion steward. Amen. And also, like, as a believer, we, we have this covenant with God. And yes. Jesus is God, and he's also was perfect man, right? So Jesus, God, and Jesus, perfect man, cut a covenant. He cut a covenant with himself. And that's why it's eternal and unbreakable. We can't break it because we never made it. 
So we come into Christ and Christ is in us and we get the blessings of that covenant. What, did, what are the blessings? Life eternal, yes, of course. Yes. But every single promise in this yes. word is ours. So with the authority that the church has in the earth, we start not only receiving these blessings for ourselves, but we are blessed to what? Be a blessing. That's so it. then we start releasing the blessing into the nation, releasing the blessing into our communities, into the world around us. And we walk in the light and in the authority that God's given us, That's his it. love authority, and we just light up the world. He says, you are the light of the world. You're going to not hide your light under a bushel. You're not going to go and hide out in some cave and eat tribulation food and nope. store up your arms and all that stuff. I mean, I'm not going to give my opinion on that, but I'm just saying that that's not God's number one plan for right. us. His number one right. plan is that we will just let our light shine that's it. and just let it illumine the world that we live in. And that's what I believe he's positioning us for in this hour. Absolutely. He is positioning ourselves as his church, as individuals who love him, as his church body, corporately, to be a light and to fill the nation with light. Amen. And so... We can't play into the devil's hand. We cannot do that. And right now we've got a lot of conflict. It's, you know, people are talking about civil war. Yes, right. Well, we can stop that. That's right. If we will love. Yep. And we need to pray for government authorities. Yep. I mean, we see it on media all the time, government authorities bashing each other. And so now the nation's bas bashing That's each right. other. But can we turn that around in prayer? Yes, we can. And I just want to put a plug, if you yes, don't mind, do. for the uh, firewall. Absolutely. Because we as a ministry um, have established a firewall of prayer, firewallusa.com, firewallusa.com. That is the uh, website in the USA. If you want to go on ca the Canadian firewall, it's Canadian uh, firewall.ca, but ours is firewallusa.com. I want you to also talk about your book okay. real quick because um, when we get into the, when you get, when you sign up for your, your time slot in Firewall USA, you'll have decrees, you'll have prayer points, you'll be sending them forth. But your new book, The Power of Decree, I love decrees, I write decrees. Yeah. You mentored me in this. Yeah. I know the power of this. And your book, culminates decades of knowledge that I've gleaned from you in these pages. You can read this book and it's like having a personal mentoring course with you on how to step into the authority of right. praying and decreeing. So tell a little bit about your new book. Yeah, well, of course, we, we as a ministry love decrees love because decrees. It's, it's, it's God's authoritative word. A decree is a proclamation that is born out of the authority of a king or someone in authority. So the greatest king, the king of all kings, the authority above all authorities is God himself. So when we take his word and we decree it into situations, it goes and then it, 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 it targets a situation with the authority of that word. It transforms individuals' lives. It transforms people's provision. It transforms their health, transforms relationships. Nations, according nations, to Isaiah 55. 5. Yeah. And so in this book, there's teaching, but there's also devotions. And right. so there's devotions and um, decrees for um, every um, uh, devotion is it's just it'll get, it'll definitely get you centered but on the firewall yes when people sign up for the firewall I just want to encourage you can you pray for an hour could you tarry with the Lord for one hour one hour even one hour a week that doesn't take much or you could do it one hour a day I'm doing one hour a day but you could do one hour a week if you want and on the firewallusa.com website there is printable 
prayer directives and decrees and there's a video prayer meeting where I lead a prayer meeting. You can just turn on that video. I do it myself. I turn it on for my hour, and I, and I go and I storm in prayer for that hour. But it'll go through all the prayer directives and all the decrees, and then you can add your own. You don't have to follow it. It's just there for you if you want it. But it keeps you focused, and the hour goes so fast. Yes. It is crazy awesome. Yeah. And some people on the firewall, of course, are... Um, praying with friends, they're phoning each other, and men on the front lines. Men on the front lines. We've there. partnered with Patricia King Ministries for this. I'm doing it each morning, and the hour does go. Not only does the hour go quickly, but I will say, as the hour progresses, my faith increases, the authority. I'm making the decrees and prayers, and I'm getting a vision for what God can do and what God is doing in the earth. I'm finding myself praying for leaders. It's a really empowering hour. We talk about it here all the time, guys. We are to be the solution in Christ, Amen. with Christ, and for Christ. FirewallUSA.com is one of the ways you can. So we need to wrap up, Patricia, but real quick, I want to hit a couple more points. So one of the, so you, you, you want to take your place of authority. Some of the easiest ways to do that is be in the Word, because as you read the Word, you'll be reminded of who God is, how well able He is. You'll be reminded of who you are and the authority you have in you and the power of the Word available to you to make a difference. Um, we want to fast and pray. Now, we've talked a lot about prayer. One of the greatest ways you can get involved is what Patricia said, firewallusa.com. You'll be outfitted and equipped and empowered to be praying for the nation every day or once a week or whatever you feel to. Talk a little bit about the importance of fasting right now. Yeah, well, in, in Isaiah, uh, it talks about the fast that I have chosen. And he says that it is to loosen the bonds of wickedness, to set, to, to set people free. And so when you think of a nation that is in bondage or people, and if this is the fast that God has chosen, so when we fast, it could be food, of course. Um, it could be fasting media. It could be, you know, fasting things in your schedule. But you use that time to set captives free and to speak freedom into the nation. Mm -hmm. It is really, really powerful. And Jesus uh, spoke about fasting. He, he began his ministry with a 40-day fast right. of no food. No food at all, and I believe it was no water. Right, personally, because right. it was a be desert that he was in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, one of the other, because guys, what we're talking about here is what the word says. Our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. So as you're watching the news, as you're as you're looking at your internet feed, and you're seeing everything that's going on, things that seem way bigger than you, way impossible. Remember, they look bigger in the natural because our weapons are not carnal. We're not to be fighting them carnally. We're not to be fighting them in the natural. But but we have these weapons available to us in God through Christ, and they will pull down these dark demonic strongholds. So fasting, prayer, being in the Word. And then one of the things I'm doing almost every day now is taking communion. And you were sharing yesterday about taking communion, remembering the covenant, and the power and empowerment that comes mm -hmm. with that. And I would like to even... Um, suggest that when you're taking communion, take it for the nation. That's good. Now, one of my very first experiences with communion after I got uh, born, born again was in an Anglican church because every Sunday they would serve communion as part of their service. Okay, so you'd go up to the altar rail and you would be served served communion. And so very soon after I got born again, a, f a, a friend of mine was having trouble in their marriage. Their mm. husband had committed adultery. It looked like the marriage was over. He was going to go be with this woman. Woman and their marriage was, I mean, they had two little children. It was really sad. 
And the burden of the Lord came upon me as a new believer. And when I was in church that Sunday, because I started my uh, walk with the Lord in the Anglican church, and I went up to the rails and I felt the Lord say, take communion on behalf of that couple. And I said, Lord, you died mm. for that couple. Mm. And I am praying for their marriage to be healed and saved and delivered and washed and cleansed through your blood and through your body. And I was at that rail and I stayed up there for a while and just took communion for that couple. Within 24 hours, I get a call from that couple and they had mm. come back together mm. and they were together all of their days. Um, just, it was right. just a few oh. years ago, the husband went on to be with the Lord, um, but they were uh, together all those years, had another child, raised all their children, put them through university and had a happy marriage. And that was communion, my very first experience with communion. So I want to encourage you, could you pray about taking you communion go. for your <clears throat> nation every day? Take communion for your nation. And this is exciting. And I have absolute faith, Robert. I have absolute faith that because we are heeding the warnings yes. of the Lord yes. and because we are, are bringing our hearts before prayer and fulfilling Second Chronicles 7.14, yes. we're humbling ourselves, we're praying, we're seeking His face, we're turning from our wicked ways. There's those four, four criteria. Because we're meeting that, I know... He hears from heaven. He forgives That's our right. sin and he heals the yes. land. So we can, we can, in the midst of this sober time, we can have excitement and joy about what is going to come because of the faithfulness of our God. He is so faithful. You can have that. I've personally experienced Firewall USA isn't even a week into the effort. And I have shifted from even, I don't have a tinge of discouragement or despair or frustration left. I am so excited about what God's going to do in this nation. Patricia, in just a second, I'm going to ask you to pray for our audience. But the last key I have for you guys about how to position yourself in this season to be the difference makers, to be the history makers, to be the solution. Surround yourself with a company of believing believers, even if it's just one other. Mm -hmm. In these seasons, there's a reason Jesus sent them out two by two. In seasons like this, when it is somber, when it is serious, we need somebody there to, to partner with us, to remind us who we are, to lift us up so we can lift that, them up. If you can't find that in, in your home or in your church, I want to encourage you to check out Shiloh Web Church, mm -hmm. our online web church with Patricia myself, Pastor Francisco, you'll not only be fed really good word as you watch, but if you become an actual member of Shiloh Web Church, you can even join Patricia King's congregation. You'll become a community of believing believers and you'll be able to connect with them online and be encouraged when you need it and be an encouragement when somebody else needs it. So check out Shiloh, uh, Shiloh Web Church online, but also get connected to believing believers because we've got to be there for each other right now because God's going to do great things through you. Patricia, yeah. do me a favor, look into your camera and pray for our audience. Yeah, I would love to, especially for all of you men that are watching right now, women too, but especially the men. We need you. We need you to take your place for your families, for your children, for your coming generations. And so I just pray the blessing of the Lord over you, that you'll rise up strong, that you will take your authority as a dominion steward in the earth and you will turn this thing around. And I can just 
just see. It's a turnaround season. It's a turnaround season. And I speak that over your life. And I see in the spirit strength coming into men right now. It's a strength of faith. It's love for God. It's love for your families. It's love for others. And I see you rising up so strong in that love. And I see balance coming. I see this balance. And you've got faith. You've got love. You've got everything that you need to bring a turnaround. And so in the name of Jesus Christ, I call you blessed mm -hmm. to be a blessing. I call you strong in the Lord, in the strength of his might. Yes. And I call you forth to bring your light into the darkness. Amen. Patricia, thanks so much for being with Thank us. Thank you, Robert. Thank you for being with us again this week. Don't forget, 31 Decrees of Blessing for Men, now available in all the usual places. And of course, you can always email me, robert at menonthefrontlines.com, and I will let you know where you can get a copy. If you haven't joined our Men on the Frontlines Facebook group yet, guys, go ahead and join even today, and you can be a part of our Zoom event tomorrow. Can I just say something Absolutely. I just adore Robert. I've known him since he was a brand new Christian and I tell you this man is amazing and he loves the Lord with all his heart and he's, he's, he's so balanced and rich. But what I hear men say a lot is I need community. Mm -hmm. I need, you know, if I only I could be around men, you know, that are totally sold out for God. Well, here is mm. one. And you know, you might live halfway around the world, but you can still gather. You can still gather. You might be on the other side of the country, but you can still gather. So I really want to encourage you to join the Facebook group and Robert's Zoom. Mm. And he's got a lot of other classes that are going to be coming up on Zoom too, that, that'll be great mentorship um, tools for you. So Anyways, thank, thank you, you, Robert, for all that you are filling the body with right now. It's, it's, a, it's a great time to be alive for all of us, including for you. So, yeah, men, we'll see you in our Men on the Frontlines Facebook group, and hopefully we'll see you on the Zoom event tomorrow night, and we will definitely see you here next Tuesday for another Heroes Arise.